You're listening to the Board to Death Bingecast, talking TV shows and movies in easily digestible chunks. Hello, we're back to Horrorcast uh, with Chris and myself, Sam. Um, eventually, we'll have some others with us, but uh, apparently they're too scared of spooky movies and zombie spooks and other kinds of supernatural scaredy things. Yeah, unfortunately, I think we're the only two brave ones in the house when it comes to these things, because, uh, you know, we've been watching this these types of movies for so long already. So I'm, I'm going to go on a little bit of something that you brought up about people being scaredy cats and shit. Uh, from back in the day when The Ring was out, yeah. I remember in theaters, people were leaving the theater, people were scared to death, crying. I talked to, uh, and it was in high school at the time, uh, classmate she's like i went to go see the ring with my boyfriend he got scared and left me left me in the theater i was like you know that's a bitch ass move you know that wouldn't have happened if i went with you and she's like no well maybe some other time of course that other time never came up so i was very curious i'd had no desire to see it in theaters with a bunch of idiots screaming or crying or whatever but when it did i came out on dvd bought it first thing Waited till midnight. House is empty. Parents were away for something. Midnight, every single light off. Played the entire movie. DVD. Pitch black. I'm like, and that's it? This is what people are scared of? Then I went into the special features to watch the entirety of the movie in the movie. The tape. The tape. To watch its entirety. And I'm like, okay, that's a little creepy but i never felt uneasy weary wanted to cry or leave watched all the deleted scenes special features everything nothing went to about three something in the morning and i'm like okay yeah i'm i'm tired i don't care i'm going to bed now well i remember reading about how when the original texas chainsaw massacre came out into theaters the trailer alone had people running out of the theater in shock because there was no other movie like that out at the time where it was about, you know, like a chainsaw-wielding maniac whose family were also maniacs. And remember, they posted it as a real, a true story back then. Well, it was based off of Ed Gein. Well, yeah, it's based off Ed Gein, but they also said, literally, what you're watching <clears throat> is practically, like, documentation. And they did film some of it like a documentation. Some of it, yeah, but not all of it. Um, plus, I think that a lot of it was considered shocking at the time. Uh, and Psycho was the same way because Psycho, when that came out, one of, so Psycho did some things that were considered no-nos at the time when it came to movies, like it showed a couple in the same bed and it showed a toilet. Oh no. Yeah. So. God, you can't have couples in toilets. Well, the, the, those were just considered. Imagine if they had a couple toilet. A bidet? No, two toilets next to each other where a couple could sit. Hey, you got to keep each other company somehow. Uh, Got to keep that conversation need, going. Need that hand-holding support when you're pushing out a growler. But yeah, like, horror movies have been doing shocking things since, like, I don't know, I guess I could say the 50s, since Psycho came out in the 50s. Yeah. But we went on a tirade. Right? That has nothing to do with what we're about to watch. <laughs> no, we're here to watch One Cut of the Dead, which is a Japanese uh, zombie movie that came out last year. Uh, and it's supposed to be entirely one single cut. Like, it starts and it doesn't cut at, at, at all. And that's what you, you've read up on that part, or? 
I mean, I'm just basing that based entirely on what I've seen in like the trailer because I think we watched the trailer yesterday uh, with the all the other ones. Uh, no, we didn't watch the trailer. Oh. This one, this one's exclusive to no sponsorship, but to Shutter, Shutter, uh, a horror streaming service, and it it does have some good stuff because I'm staring right at the related content of um, they don't set the full title, but Leslie Vernon uh, behind the mask. Which is one that I haven't seen yet, but I hear a lot of good things about. Promote the crap out of that movie. It's an amazing movie from start to finish. I don't want to say anything more other than, yeah, it's a slasher, an interesting build to a slasher too, but it's it's solid. It's a damn solid movie, and I finally got one of my friends to that I've been telling about this forever to watch it. Comes back to me says. You were 100% correct. Amazing movie. I'm so glad I watched it. There's some cameos in it, too. I've also tried to get him to watch Hatchet, the whole Hatchet series. If anything, try to get him to watch the first one, but unfortunately in his country, they do not offer it in the same place they offer it here on Amazon right now. But eventually he'll watch it, or I'll just can send him a copy. Just order it on UK, send it over. There you go. Uh, so anyway, so you ready to start? Already? Yeah. Well, I mean, what, what is this about? Oh, yeah. It's a zombie okay, movie. so zombie film, Japanese zombie film, like what I said yesterday, I don't know what it is about Japanese or Asian zombie films, but they somehow do them so much better than uh, what they do here in America. Granted, I know that... Some of them do really well, but a lot of the times there's... They just want to get a movie out and then just literally shit out whatever they can without trying to put the actual love, care, and effort into it, and just riding the wave of, you know, Walking Dead revitalized the zombie franchise after George Romero did, and then Dead Rising did it too, and then, like, it just was a perfect storm of good zombie, mer- um, good zombie media, mm-hmm. and everyone trying to trail on, just like any big thing goes on, you get a shit storm of good and bad, and you have to weed through all of it. Yeah, so, but based on what I'm reading here for the, uh, for the description of it, it says, uh, that it's the director who essentially won't stop rolling throughout this, uh, uh, zombie apocalypse in an abandoned warehouse. So he's filming a zombie apocalypse, when a zombie apocalypse apocalypse actually happens, it sounds like. Yes. And that's... It's actually pretty damn interesting. I love when they put interesting takes on things that have been done before. Like, oh, yeah, have, have you seen a, a first-person handheld camera zombie movie? Yeah, a few of them. Have you seen a one-cut movie? I've seen one one-cut movie, and it was a I short th- film. I thought Quarantine was one, but I might be wrong. Uh, This is 96 minutes, so... We'll, we'll, we'll see how one cut it is, but I mean, I'm hoping, I heard about it like a year or two before it was released, and then after that, I had been looking everywhere for it until I finally found out that it was on Shutter after my free trial ended. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, well, cool, it's on Verve, and then it left Verve too, so Shutter's not on Verve anymore, I'm like, oh, well, this sucks. We're back on it again, this time we're going to watch this shit damn it and we'll see you um after the binge
Thank you for listening to the Bored to Death BingeCast. Be sure to like, follow, comment, and subscribe. And check us out on social media on Facebook and Twitter at BTD underscore BingeCast. You can also reach us via email at binge.cast at outlook.com. We are proud to be a part of the CKCC radio family of podcasts, available through your podcast streaming service of choice. Be sure to check out the rest of the CKCC radio family. Real Paranormal Talk, Motivational Moves, The Stupid Sexy Podcast, Talking Tracks, Club Kayfabe Wrestle Talk, J Bunny's Music Hub, The Race Nerd Podcast, and CKCC Radio's flagship show, The Nerd Table. And now, the binge is done, so let's get to the discussion. And we're back. All right, Chris, how, what, what did you think of that? Uh, it was funny. Uh, it went in a direction that I did not think it was going to go in because I thought it was supposed to be an actual zombie film, not a movie within a movie. True. Uh, it was it was a lot more to it than I expected to. I thought it was just going to be the one-cut movie, but then it surprises you with the in-universe of the reason why they're doing the one-cut movie. And trying to do it as a live broadcast, one cut, and have all these shenanigans happening that's putting going against the movie actually happening. Uh, yeah, like when they were... Um, so, the first 37 minutes, it said, uh, was the movie within the movie that we're seeing where they're trying to film this and uh, uh, zomb- like actual zombies actual zombies i'm saying this in quotations pop up and they end up having to kill because it turns out the director did some sort of like blood ritual on the roof to make actual zombies happen so that way he can get a better movie um and then once the credits start rolling at like the 38 minute mark uh it cuts to what happened a month ago what happened a month ago where it showed them preparing to film the actual movie and how they were like, oh, well, we want it done in one take. The um, casting. The casting and everything. And then uh, once they uh, get all the actors in and um, the the actor who was play, supposed to play the director in the film, uh, there was an accident. He couldn't get to the set. And, so, the, and the makeup artist. And the makeup artist. And so the guy who was the director who was supposed to you know direct the actual film uh became the in became the in movie director, director and his wife became the the makeup artist because oh and she'd already been she's already acted before so so they were like so and he was like well I did some acting in high school and so uh when they were filming the beginning of the film that we had seen in the movie, uh, he went off script, which granted, I know actors do that all the time. Like Robin Williams. Well, I think it was funny because he had a lot of pent up aggression against the lead and the actress, like the actress having to always go because she seemed like she was a, uh, kind of like a, an idol. Yeah. And they just happened to get her for the part, and then she had to go with her agency to see if they could do this or that with the agency. And the agency's like, nope, nope. She's like, well, I'm willing to do it, but the agency says no. And then the the lead guy was like a uh, up and coming movie star, and he was being wanted to make changes to the script. Want to say, well, how about a, 
a zombie using an axe. And then another passing comment later on was, was like, oh, forget the axe thing. Oh, they, they, don't zombies use guns now? And that was a, a reference to what, Land of the Dead? Yeah, because I, I had said, I think that was a reference to Land of the Dead because that does happen in it. And I saw like a couple of like, I guess I could say influences from George Romero's uh, zombie films. Like where the they were gr- just kind of gray. Yeah, where they were gray. Uh, and Grand Blood, there wasn't really a whole lot of gore. Um, they didn't use the same blood effects that George Romero did in uh, the well, original also, Dawn of the Dead. This is a one cut. There's not really a way you can do a big bunch of gore. Yeah. Like, the best you could probably do is squibs, but then you'd see a lot of the stuff, and you can't really have blood packs on you. No. So, um, uh, what was it, uh, things start going wrong while they're filming it. It's, it's like things like behind the scenes stuff start going wrong, like their sound guy has a stomach problem. Because uh, he drank something that gives him diarrhea. Um, you have one of the guys, uh who is drunk yeah he was a supposedly he was a well-known actor like an older actor and that's why they got him but i guess they didn't realize or forgot that he was a lush and he was just wanting to drink all the time because apparently it calms his shaky hands yeah like they're like we see his hand one of his hands starts to shake and then he kind of like walks away he walks away like kind of holds down his hand but then he, he got into the, uh, what was it? The celebratory sake bottle that God, they were that, going that to have. That was a gigantic bottle of sake. God yeah. damn. Well, sake over there is like vodka in Russia. <laughs> yeah, but that bottle's bigger than most full-size bottles of vodka that I've seen. Um, and so, because, uh, well, didn't he have his own bottle of water, like, labeled for himself or something? Or was that for somebody else? No, that was for the, uh, the, the, the sound guy. Uh, that was labeled for him because he couldn't have whatever everyone else was having because it gives him diarrhea. That was the only one that was the thing. And he accidentally drank somebody else's because when he put it down, when they were um, kind of getting ready, uh, he picked up and not looking, drank, and then tasted it, looked at the bottle, and freaked the hell out because, well, spit it on the one guy. Yeah. Um. So when they get to... When we start seeing what was actually going on behind the scenes, it was really funny. Oh my god. Uh, because so you went from like a pretty decent, what I would consider like the first half is a pretty decent, really well done, one cut, uh, low budget horror movie. Very low and budget. And I'm, I'm all for low budget and just trying to break into it kind of horror movies. As long as you do it right, it feels right. And you don't kind of schlock it up too hard. And this one didn't really schlock it. And some of the scenes that made it feel like, yeah, what the hell is going on here got explained in the second half, which practically was a a horror comedy at that point. Pretty much. Like the first half is horror, then a bit of drama, and then the end is comedy. But while we're watching like the horror part, we're going, what the hell is going on? Like... Certain pauses, certain pauses, or the cameras laying on the ground, or uh, a scene that felt like a, uh, like viewing one person from a certain angle for way too long, and then and we finally all got to of see that gets explained. In the all of it gets half. explained. Like the uh, I don't want to give it all away because uh, this de- movie definitely deserves a, a look for damn sure. Um, 
but yeah, it's the stuff that they showed was actually really funny, uh, especially when like one of the pieces of equipment gets broken, so they have to work around that, and um, they also have to work around the fact that one of the actors gets knocked out. Um, and oh, that so, was the cameraman. No, I'm talking about on the roof. Oh, oh, okay. Kind of had to give him a second. Yeah, there's so much stuff that went on. Um, but yeah, it's 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 not gonna be the your atypical zombie film, uh, because of movie within a movie, movie within a movie. It's also to some people don't aren't usually used to a non big budget uh, horror movie that's out in America. Uh, oh yeah, tell, was it a $25,000 budget? Yeah, so this movie had a $25,000 budget and made $25 million back. Yeah, I think they, they, they did their work. And for it being an exclusive release in America, as far as I know. No, it, well, it went from, it was released originally in Japan back in 2017. And uh, was released internationally, I think, in 2019. Oh, okay, so that makes sense. But I'm just, I'm just... I want a copy of this. I don't want it to be like an exclusive to a streaming service. I want to be able to put it up on my shelf and be able to point at it when friends come over and be like, yo, this, we're going to watch this. This is good. This is good stuff. Well, I was reading that uh, there is a sequel coming being made. Really? It. Yeah. Oh, good. Uh, we're still calling me called One Cut of the Dead, but then it's got the little like part of the title after the words. I don't remember what it was. Um, but yeah, it's supposed to be the same director. I hope so. That that was really good. Uh, well, dire director in the film saying because it's I read the plot for it. It said that he is returning for to film another good film or whatever, and shenanigans happen. So yeah, lots of shenanigans happen in this. So I wonder if it's gonna still stay with zombies or is it gonna be like supernatural or slasher? I would like to see a slasher made in this this style, honestly. Yeah, where um uh. uh <laughs> Where, like, the killer could be played by, like, multiple actors, because, like... Yeah, where it jumps in and out, like, someone else... Like, someone who had already gotten killed has to jump into the thing, and you'll notice, like, differences in height, but slightly, because they would have to use the camera angles from the one cut to make them look taller or shorter kind of thing. Well, if it's a shorter actor, he could be, like, in distance shots, taller actor, of yeah. course. So, yeah, um... So, what would you rate this, exactly? Based on the skull meter that's on there. <laughs> How many skulls would I give One, it? Two, three, four, five. It's got four out of five skulls. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm saying it's pretty up there. I'm pretty generous with my ratings usually. Uh, I'd definitely say f at least a four and a half. Four and a half? Uh, yeah, I'll give it that too. Are you going to be part of this one or, or are you just bowing out completely since you didn't see the whole thing? I wonder what the hell I walked into. <laughs> we're being, uh, our, we're gracing their presence is Zeke. He, I, he, I he got, walked I in. Got, I was told you guys are doing some horror thing. I come down and sit down. I'm like, dang, horror is comedy. What the fuck is this shit? He came in right as the movie hit the drama part where they were trying to get the cast together, get together, trying to get people grouped up and doing it. And he was like, <laughs> huh? I thought you were watching a horror movie. <laughs> I thought I was watching a horror movie too, but then it turned com comedy really fast. 
Yeah, that would definitely be a comedy. Did you, what, did you enjoy what you saw? The parts of what you did see? Dude, I love the fact that the drunk guy had to be held up. <laughs> That's my thing. Like, he looks I so like, zombie-like. He's like, oh, and like, oh, his head! Oh, his head! I just like how the, the guy was holding his face like this towards the window and then slapping the window with his arm. And he's doing like this. Like he was, he was fish-mouthing at the, at the thing. And you notice when he was on his own, he was kind of like trying to do martial arts and shit. <laughs> I feel bad for the, the sound guy who turned into a zombie who shitting himself. It's like, stop crying! Get back to work! But, uh, but I Stop crying, get it out, make up them up, and let's go. But I like how the people who are looking on, like, the monitors and shit, they're all like, uh, like, the director's daughter, He's she's like, turn, turn him into a zombie! Look, 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 page 15, line 9, or whatever. Uh, and they're I like, like that. There was a whole bunch of little elements that they put in there, and everything panned out and made sense. Like, the director's daughter, and he was kind of sad that you, like, upset in the beginning that she wasn't going to follow in his footsteps and keeps pictures around that of her and him just running around filming random stuff, and that she's fawning over this actor, and then when she's watching it, she heard her director uh, and dad instincts with her just kick in, and she's like, okay, no, we're going to do this, we're going to re redo that and redo this. And then make this shit work, damn it. Yeah, yeah well, up, it was like they want to cancel it. They just like scrub it with done. They like, no, don't you end it. Screw, turn this page. You make decisions. Make decisions. <laughs> and it all worked out in the end. I liked it. What, what, what would you rate what you saw? I can't wait as a com as a horror though. Uh, as a comedy, fuck yeah, that was funny. I wouldn't even call it a horror movie at all. Granted, yes, it's on a horror uh, channel on Shutter. But uh, it's more of a. It starts off as a horror movie, but then turns comedy really well, fast. From what I'm understanding, now keep my, I'm only here for the second half. It sounds <laughs> like one of those uh, movies, like um, oh god, we have a movie after a movie that they take different parts of movies, where you uh, see different angles of the movie. Well, not different angles, but different like um, perspectives. No, not perspectives. I'm trying to think of it. There's a franchise I'm thinking of that they used to do a lot back in the '90s. And one of them was like where this guy was chasing a car. He was uh, a killer in a car. Uh -huh. And uh, Machete was one of them. Machete was in one of these guys. Okay. That's what I'm looking at. Like, this was, It had a movie, then it had another movie. Not even though it was all one movie, though. Okay. I think I know what he's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the most part about it, I'm trying to think about it because they were really famous. <laughs> and they were like all done by the same director each time. Think Am, uh, think Animatrix, but all live action. I think it's kind of, kind of like what uh, Trick or Treat is. How talking like, about like, uh, well, Trick or Treat had the overarching story of with its bookends plus the, um, the shit in the middle, which would be the anthology part. So that's just an anthology horror movie. Yeah, where it's like... I don't think he's talking something like that. He's talking... I'm trying to think of it. If you could come up with whatever the hell it is, you'd definitely help me out. I'm looking it up as we speak, but I'm trying to think of how to look it up. Because like, the one I'm thinking about... You remember Guardians of the Galaxy 2? Yeah. The guy who was the planet. He was in the movie, and he was the one driving the car. Oh, the oh, Grindhouse. There we go. Grindhouse had a movie... After a movie, after a movie, but it was all one movie. He, okay, so he's talking about the fact that for Grindhouse, it had all the fake trailers in it. Uh, and all the fake trailers had... Yeah, Tropic their, Thunder did that, too. 
Yeah, but uh, uh, Grindhouse was made to look like an old school, like Grindhouse film with the green yeah. look, the missing reel. Uh, but all of the fake trailers that were in that, each one had a different director. Like Eli Roth did uh, thanks the Thanksgiving one. Rob oh, Zombie wow. did the uh, Werewolf Woman of the SS one. Go figure, right? With he, the way his ninety um, percent of his music. And then uh, you know it was I think I think Quentin Tarantino even did one of the trailers also. Because well, he did one of the movies. Yeah, he did uh, the one with uh, Kurt Russell in it. Okay. Uh, whereas Planet Terror, that one was done by Robert Rodriguez, hence why his son is in the film. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. So you, you, you got there. <laughs> I had mentioned Guardians of the Galaxy and we got on the white track. <laughs> like, yeah, that actor that was Mo, uh, Mogo. Mo, Mo. Ego. Ego, thank you. Mo, Mo, I was almost saying Mongol. I'm like, God damn, that's DC. <laughs> Mogo's the living Green Lantern planet, isn't yeah. it? It's definitely, definitely something to watch after a hard day's work. <laughs> something to get you to laugh. Oh, yeah. Forget about your damn day. Oh, yeah. All right. So, uh, overall, we recommend this. Absolutely recommend this. Look forward to the sequel whenever that comes out. Yep. And look forward to a uh, review as soon as that happens. Yep. All right. And that'll be... Uh, Z. Chris. And Sam. Catch you guys next binge.